0: Brilliance Audio presents the unabridged recording of Wish on a Unicorn by Karen Hess, performed by Kate Rudd, for Kate and Rachel, who have always believed in unicorns, and for Randy, who has always believed in me. Chapter One Hanny and I were walking home from school when we saw a unicorn in Newell's Field. It wasn't a real unicorn. There's no such thing as a real unicorn. It was just a stuffed thing, propped up against the fence post. Hanny ran toward it, her chunky legs and arms flapping as she went, her short, dark hair flying every which way. But I wasn't moving my skinny self over there in any hurry. I'm the oldest, so I guess I know how to act, even though some folks think I don't. Well, I know a thing or two, and I sure know one of Brody Lawson's tricks before I get tied in a knot over it. Brody wasn't going to see me run after some old stuffed toy. I felt pretty sure he was out there, waiting and watching, looking for a chance to make my life miserable. Well, he'd be waiting a long time if I had anything to do with it. Hanny circled round the unicorn, which was leaning against the fence in the long, dry grass. It stood tall as Hanny's waist and was dingy white, like it had been dragged through the dust and back again. It real? Hanny asked, stroking its mane. Hanny's different from other kids. She looks normal enough, except one eye is bigger than the other, but she talks baby talk, even if she is nearly eight. So only Mama and me and my little brother Mooch can figure out what she's saying. Mama says Hanny's slow on account of she didn't get enough air to breathe when she was being born. Hanny's slow, all right. Mooch is almost two years younger, but he already knows more than Hanny does. He can even read a little. Hanny can't read her own name. All the other kids in her class can read some, but not Hanny. Mama says I have to look out for Hanny and Mooch and teach them a thing or two about this world. Mama doesn't know what a tall order that can be sometimes. Kids at school, especially Patty Joe and Alice, they won't talk to me because of Hanny, even though sometimes I think Patty Joe wouldn't mind being friends. I guess they're afraid Hanny'll rub off on them or something. It real? Hanny asked again. Course it's not real, Hanny, I said. There's no such thing as a real unicorn. Unicorns are just something you read about in storybooks. I could hear the traffic picking up on the highway behind us. Even on my best day, I can't hear those cars and trucks ripping past without feeling spooked. The ground just shakes underneath me, and my insides get to shaking, too. Why it here? Hanny asked. She was squatting in front of the unicorn. I shrugged. How should I know? Hanny picked leaves and dried grass off the unicorn. Hanny, take it home? We can't take it, Hanny, I said. It doesn't belong to us, and besides, Mama'd never let us keep it. It's too ratty. Not ratty, Hanny said. Pretty. She really meant it, too. Just look at it, Hanny, I said. The unicorn's horn is drooping over, and the head's hanging like somebody tried twisting it off. Mama won't even let it in the house. Mama might, Hanny said. Mags ask. Hanny's forever thinking I can do anything. Well, even if I can do most things, there are some things I cannot do, and one of those things is to talk Mama into keeping an old stuffed unicorn. I know Mama. She'd take one look at that old thing and toss it out faster than spoiled milk. Quit touching it, Hanny, I said. You're getting yourself filthy. She kept hugging it anyway. Hanny's unicorn, she said. Come on, leave it alone now. I'll race you home, Hanny. Loser clears dinner for a week. Hanny runs slower than cold gravy but I would have let her win just to get her away from that old unicorn.